So as we know from the readings we've been doing in Romans, we have all been justified by our faith. And not only that, there's much more. Stay tuned as we go through chapter 5 in Romans to find out what it is. Hey everyone, welcome back to our channel, Christ Be Known. I'm Teddy Stewart. I'm Ron Stewart. Hey, here we're going to be going through God's Word on a weekly basis, breaking down the scriptures, trying to gain a better understanding of the Word, trying to figure out ways to apply this understanding to our lives, and ultimately to try to get to know Christ more. Amen. A little bit about us, if you're new to the channel, we're not experts in the Word of God, but we do love to read and study the Word of God to gain a better understanding to find ways to apply this understanding to our lives, and, and just to seek God and seek Christ more. Um, so these are our thoughts of what the Holy Spirit was saying to us as we were doing our study this week. Be sure to leave us comments or questions uh, about the study this week and how it applies to your life. Also, if you'd like to use the same study journal that we use when we're doing our study, it'll be linked in the description below. All right, well, let's say a quick prayer and let's get into it. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for everything you've done for us. We thank you for inspiring us to share your word with other people. Yes, Lord. And Father, just use us as vessels to convey a message. And we just pray that somebody out there needs to hear the word we're talking about. And that you just use it for your glory. We just pray that seeds are planted, seeds are watered. And seeds are harvested, Lord. Yes. It's in Jesus' name that we ask all these things. Amen. Amen. All right. So this week we're in Romans chapter 5. Another good chapter. This book's full of good chapters. Man. So hopefully we can explain to you all what we got out of it. Yeah. So absolutely. Let's Let us know what you got out of it. Yes. Let's just dig right in here. Uh, any outstanding thoughts right off the bat? I, I know I'm going to end up reading the scriptures. I'm, I know I'm going to because that's just what I do. But any pre-scripture reading thoughts? Um, I, I think there was a, a, a big overarching theme to me that I got out of chapter 5. Uh, I kept seeing it pop up time and time again, and I have it written on many times, is, is faith and hope. Yep. Um, what we need, not what we need to do with faith, but what faith does for us. Yep. What we gain from our faith. Yep. Um, I, I mean, that just popped up over and over and over. It was just kind of an overarching for me. Um, and we'll see it multiple times through here. I've heard... Uh, I don't remember the name of the song or the artist who sings it, but one of the line in there <clears throat> is that basically I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Faith don't make your troubles go away, or is it either hope or faith don't make your troubles go away? It helps us deal with them basically, mm -hmm. and and it's interesting that I, I don't know how many times I've heard that, which is surprising. I can't remember the daggum words because I've heard right. it probably <laughs> ten times this week. But it also happens to be what we were studying this week um, that they, they go to hand in hand. But you're exactly right, mm -hmm. and that that's what we're going to find out is 
you know, I don't want to say why is faith and hope important. No, but but it's it's as we've talked about before. It's it's evidence and it's um, sure confirmation sure. as to sure. In case you were wondering, let no, me just reiterate and, it. <laughs> and I guess, I guess on one hand you could say through faith and hope that's how we get our peace from God. Everybody, well, I'd like some peace from God. Well, I don't know how to uh, get it. Well, right here. Yeah. You go through here and you're going to learn how to get peace from God. Reading my notes again. Yes. yes. <laughs> Reading so, my notes. I, I, I'm just going to jump in. <laughs> I'm going to burn through verses 1 through 5 here and then we'll talk about them. So, yep. Paul starts out by saying, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance, and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Sir. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, one of the most important sentences in that whole thing, or points I got out of it, is we're a peaceful God because of our faith. We're no longer His enemy. We're on the same side now. Hmm. You know, and that's... It didn't say peace from God. It said peace with God. Because, you know, God, God's black and white. You're you either with me or you're against me. Mm -hmm. There ain't no middle ground here. You, you either are on my team or you the enemy. Yeah. No, absolutely. And because of our faith, we're no longer the enemy. We, 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 we are on his team. We, we have peace with him. And that gives us access to God, his glory, his promises. And it's all because of our faith. And we get to stand on His grace. No, that's good. And I, I mean, I like that you said that because it's, until you said that, it didn't hit me that way. And it's a lot of it, I think, was probably reading, not reading what I wanted to read, but having read so much about faith already and about peace from God that I kind of just flowed that right on, yeah. Yeah. you know, right on with it. Um, but as soon as you pointed that out, it totally hit me a different way just now. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'll take I'll take peace anytime it's mentioned in a, in a sentence with God, hey, whether man. it's with or from or for or <laughs> all of the above. Uh huh. All of I, the above. I, I will certainly cling to it and take it. All of the above. Um, yes. And I, you know, and I think. You know, verse three hammers home some stuff we've talked about in back in chapter one. Um, you know, in part two, our video part yep. two of chapter one, it's you know, yeah, we're all gonna have tribulations. Uh, stuff's gonna happen. Um, but if you if you glorify God in those situations, then these are the things that you get out of that. Yes, you get perseverance, which leads to character, which leads to hope. Yes. Well, that's, you know, we all go through stuff, but those of us that are, have faith, 
Mm-hmm. We're supposed to handle trials and tribulations differently than the world does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we should be different. We praise God for trials. Now, we don't praise God that my house burned down. Thank you, Jesus. No, mm-hmm. it's not that. It's it, we're not praising Him for the trial. No, we're praising Him for what's going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because yes, it, the the tribulation that that creates perseverance. Uh, patience is another word that's also used there in some translations. It creates patience, which creates character, which builds hope, which builds faith. It's mm-hmm. a life cycle. I'm going through something. I got a little bit of faith. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give me a little bit of patience or perseverance, which give me a little bit of character, which is going to give me some hope. Wow, I got through that. So now the next one comes along. I got more faith. I got mm-hmm. more character. I mean, it's just it's it's just it's a cycle. Yeah. It well, is and a it, cycle. you know, and at the end of verse two, it's you know, I, the the hope we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And so I'll touch on this some more as we get into some of the other verses. But Tony, I kind of went down a a rabbit trail of hope and faith. Um, and it, it kind of struck a chord in me, you know, I mean, it talks, the way that it talks about hope and divine hope is that it's, it's something like it is solid. Like hope isn't, oh, I hope it rains today. No, hope is solid. Like I rejoice in the hope that, you know, the glory of God is going to happen. God's promises are going to happen. I, you know, it's like, I have, I have hope because I know that that's going to happen. Okay, yes, yes. And what, what It's not I hope it happens. It's I have hope in my life or I have hope in this because I know that's going to happen. That's an example of faith plus hope. Mhm. If you just like, man, I sure hope it rains someday, but you're uncertain, you're just hoping, mm-hmm. which is the same as wishing. Mhm. Now, true hope has to be confined with combined with faith. And that's when you're like, yeah, I have, I have hope it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hope is, you know, it's unseen. It hasn't happened, but I've been told it will happen. So, I mean, faith and hope, I mean, they, they are so similar. Very much so. That, you know, it's... When I love that it says hope does not disappoint. No. I just... No, I, I can't help but smile when I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, stuff's going to happen. I'm going to be disappointed about something. But I'm not going to be disappointed in anything that I hope in the glory of God for. Not a bit. Because it doesn't disappoint. Not a bit. I just, it... Not a bit. This chapter hammered me. It was great. Not a bit. Um... I mean, you know, I, I, I went pretty, uh, what I'm going to call pretty simplistic with my applications uh, this week. I, I have more in the, like, what was the Holy Spirit saying to me and kind of just mm-hmm. regular thoughts, mm-hmm. if you will, as opposed to applications. I have some, but they're not. Uh, you know, it's just remain faithful. That's it. Um, and rejoice in hope. And rejoice in hope and tribulations as both result in the glory of God. That's right. Well, and it does too because people on the outside, they know you're going through something, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And 
how are you so positive and upbeat and you know why aren't you throwing things and mad and mm-hmm. you know in uh the, the words escape me it'll come to a minute but you know it's we can't control there's a lot of things in life out of our control mm-hmm. one thing we can control is how we react to them yeah so you can't control what's going to happen to you necessarily i mean no to some extent, to, you to can. To some if I don't put myself over here, something that happens over there won't happen. Now you to don't me. stand on a railroad track and get hit by a train. So yes, let's so hope you, not. Yes, hopefully it doesn't derail into you wherever else you are. I'd be one standing next to it; it would derail right there and run me over. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Well, sorry, didn't mean to. You have a hundred percent control over how you react. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that's what the world sees. Mm-hmm. That's what the world sees. Um, you know, and that's. That's how we're different mm-hmm. and how we're supposed to be different. Because why? Well, it gives glory to God. Now, if somebody is not a believer, they might wonder, wow, I wonder, you know, that mm-hmm. person, that's to me, not, that, not that's, how I would have reacted. It's not you know. a necessarily, a, what a, I, I don't know, I'm going to use the word preaching moment, but it's it's more of a moment to to share. Sure. Uh, and you don't have to beat them over the head with it, but if somebody's like, man, I... You know, a non-believer is like, hey, I see that you're going through this. How are you, you know, so upbeat and handling it like this? Oh, well, here's how. Yep. And, you know, they go on down the road. Maybe it does something. Maybe it doesn't. You just read them verse 3. Mm-hmm. Just read, you know, just quote that scripture to them. Yeah. There you go. That's how. Mm-hmm. Or two and a half through three, whatever it would be. Yes. And the, the end of two and then three or whatever. And yep. Yeah, you're, you're, but you're right. You know, if if they do ask, that that's the point to it is, oh, well, you asked, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. This is how it's gone. Well, and like we've talked about in previous videos, believer, non-believer, even, even if it's a believer that asks, oh, you, sure. you could be speaking a word from God to them. Or like you had mentioned in a previous video, you're just, you know, um, reconfirming or, you know, building their faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going through something that's nothing similar, but they're going through something. They're like, oh. I shouldn't try that with what I'm going through. Depressed. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just, we handle things differently. Mm-hmm. And it should be in a way where, it, you know, people should notice. They may say something, they may not. Right. But, you know, you never know. But, yeah, we're not supposed to handle stuff like the world does because of our faith and hope. All right. Let's jump on down here to verse 6. For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely a for scarcely for a for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates His own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. You know that, <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking to a guy at work about this. You know, he, he was actually asking about this particular part, and I was like, because he's like, I don't understand really what it means. I said, there's a lot of people out here that would be like, oh yeah, you know, this is my best friend or my wife, my husband. Mm-hmm. They're good mm-hmm. people. Man, I'd take a bullet for them in a heartbeat. I would do that. Well, what about the dude that was on death row? I ain't taking no bullet for him. Mm-hmm. Christ did. Because we are that guy on death row. Mm-hmm. That's how good of a person we all are. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, seven, I highlighted the heck out of seven because seven, which rolls into eight, hammers the, you know, mm-hmm. hammers the nail the rest of the way through. But seven just blew me away. I, you know, I, I put what a picture. Just, yes. you know, you just close your eyes and just think, what a picture. Just yes. think about it that yes. scarcely, hardly ever, would someone die for would a someone man. would someone die for a righteous man? Mm-hmm. And yet perhaps for a good man someone might dare to die. But for un- But how much does God love us? While we were still no, sinners. While we were still sinners, he sent Christ to die for us. I just absolutely beautiful. I put at the end of it that, you know, by having his son die for us, the ungodly and unrighteous. I mean, just completely. Sure. Just, mm-hmm. what a picture. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, uh, hey, you know, that that's a good verse to go back to. Because, I mean, even though as Christians, sometimes going back, going through some things, God, where are you at? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you letting this happen to me? da da mm-hmm. We have a tendency to do that. We shouldn't. Um, but we do because we're human. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, well, God must not love me very much. I think, really? Well, you know, go, well, read, and, go read verse And six. I know it's not a popular answer, which is probably a lot. It's not a lot. It's a reason that I like to give it um, because it's not popular, but I 100,000% wholeheartedly believe it when people say that exact question. Well, why did this happen to me? We live in a fallen world. Yeah. Bad things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. At the, the period in the story, it's not God letting them happen to you. It's not this. It's not. It's you, we live in a fallen world. Well, yeah, because the fall, bad things the, have been happening since they ate the apple and introduced sin into the world. Bad things have been happening ever since. Ever since. And that's why. Ever since. You're exactly right. Uh, I wondered so on in six where it says for when we were still without strength. This is where I went partially down my rabbit hole. So I tied that back to the end of verse 2. The rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Yeah. Because um, I started doing some digging on the hope and faith, and it led me to Isaiah 40, 31, which I want to read, which says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Yes. So right there, you wait on the Lord and it renews your strength. And your hope in the glory of God is, an, is a way to do that, to get that strength. And I know that 6 is talking a little bit about something else, you know, that while we were without strength, Christ died for us, which is another way we get the strength. Yes. Um, yes. I just, I just, I like how as I'm starting to study the, you know, get more and more into my study mm-hmm. and seeing things tie together, not only in the same chapter, but within the, you know, with, within, within in the book, other books mm-hmm. or the same book for that matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. I, I, I didn't even. 
I didn't even go back and chase that. It's kind of like you know the very first part we read. I, I that it never hit me that way. And see, that's this is another reason why church matters. Being around your circle matters. Mm-hmm. Because there's two things right there. I got, you didn't, you got, I didn't. Mm-hmm. If I was doing this all by myself, yep. I just missed something. Yeah. That's why this community matters. Absolutely. Uh, we encourage comments, questions, how it impacted you. What was your study like? What yeah. did you get out of it? You know. I mean, educate us. I'm, that's, I'm all that's, about it. That's I'm, what this is all here for. I'm just learning what this is all here for. We're Absolutely. all growing together. Right. Let's pick all up right. in, in nine. Verse nine. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. I just, I don't even know if this is in my notes. It's probably not, because this just, I, I'm laughing because it's somewhat comical to me, but because we all know how huge it is to be saved. Sure. And to, to, to read God say, well, and not only that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, whoa, that's like, that's wait, big. Wait, well, what do you mean? That's not a big ticket. There, there's something else. Yeah, you got something there, there, else? There's something. Wait, there's more. Oh, man. I feel like yeah. it's an infomercial now. So I know that was at the end, but man, that, ju- it just, that was the very first infomercial ever hit. Yeah, wait, right. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> the OxyClean man is God. The OxyClean yeah, man. He was. Yeah. If you uh, if you read one chat, if you read one verse within the next sixty seconds, he'll let you read another. <laughs> oh, so you know, there was one part in here that I kind of struggled with. I mean, I get it. so what I'm getting is because Christ died, that reconciled us. That restored us to God. That mm-hmm. may, you know, we are now on God's team. We're on God's good side. Mm-hmm. But it says we were saved by his life. And that could read, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute. I'm saved because he lived? Well, yeah, kind of. Because if he hadn't lived, he couldn't have died. Um, or I'm saved because of the life that was given, you know, it, it, it kind of really that that really threw me for a loop when I first read it, and I read it that verse probably ten times. Because I mean, the first part of me just hits home no no problem. We, you know, the reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we shall be saved by His life. Now, one thing I did not do. Five ten. See, let me look at something here real this is quick. So John 14, 19. Let me, let me go read John 14, 19 real quick. I'm doing this one live on air. I didn't even do this beforehand. 14, 19. A little while longer, 
and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will also you will live also. Okay, that's talking about the eternal life. Mm-hmm. We are saved. Basically, we're getting eternal life because He's going to live. Okay. Yeah, that just that just cleared it up right no, there. For life me. after death. Yes. Because the, yeah, right before that, and it was talking about that we were reconciled through the death of His Son. Yeah. And again, much more. Yeah. Having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Yeah. Since we've okay, been reconciled, life. then we shall be saved, which mm-hmm. is talking about the eternal life. Um, and, and again, I just, this kills me. I love it when he does this stuff. <laughs> because it's here, it's in here twice. There's much more in 10, and he starts 9 with much more. We just got through an 8 talking about that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. But much more. There's much more than that. Uh, and this is what most of my notes are on, is having... Now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. Yep. You want to be free of the wrath from God? That's right. For the unrighteousness and, and, uh, and suppression of, of the truth that we talked about in episode two? Believe the gospel and the shedding right. of Jesus' blood, and That's it takes right. care of the wrath. That's right. I, absolutely powerful. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it's it's almost like I don't know. We 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 beat this dead horse. This is just this. It's almost I think like Paul chapter, is too. Yeah, right. Chapter five is just proving the gospel. I mean, as mm-hmm. as we keep reading it, it's just it's almost like okay, we were told, you know, okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. This is the gospel. That's the answer. And this is all. This is the equation that leads up to. I, I'm having a hard time putting my thoughts into words. But well, that's, and I think you know. I don't know if it's the right word. One um, we, you know, you'd mentioned before and stuff. He's he's laying out, if you will, the evidence, or he's laying mm-hmm. out. You know. Yeah, he's hammering the gospel, but it's also, for lack of a better phrase, here's why. Yeah. Like. Well, you know, it's it's, it's funny. I find it interesting that everybody talks about the Gospels being Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. Okay, which they are. Yes. Yeah. Romans is a gospel too. Absolutely. We've talked. It's the it's, gospel is preached in every chapter. I was so like, far. we're in here in five. We're in chapter five, and it's it's still preaching the gospel. Yeah. It's still preaching the gospel. And and you know I don't this, this question just hit me. I mean, if somebody out there has an answer to it, if you have an answer, I don't. You know, as we're sitting here having this discussion about it, I'm sitting here reading some of this stuff. It's like, okay, well, maybe he, you know, you get the much more than and um, what was the other one that he used over here? And not only that, which I think the and not only that was in there twice also. I think it was in there. Yes, it was in uh, verse 3 as well, mm-hmm. verse 3 and verse 11. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are those in there? Is he trying to depict, like, is there something that his audience, you know, this is this thing you know, they believed this thing and they felt strongly about it. And he's saying, okay, well, but not only that, or much, much more than that is this, you know, maybe, and then maybe the next part they were struggling, you know, and he's trying to emphasize maybe these other things are just as important or are, you know, Mm -hmm. as those things that you, you do believe and strongly feel about. I don't know. I just, 
a question that I, I mean, more research to figure it out. Um, to me, the and the not only that, that's just like this and that. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you get your cake and you get to eat it too kind of deal, you know. So yeah, you, you get this, and not only that, you get this also, you know, mm -hmm. or 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 like because like in verse three, you know, we are supposed to stand in the glory of God, and not only that, we also glory in tribulations. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you know, there, there's I told you about this, but that's not all of it. There's more to it. Well, and, and um, I could I could even you know spend two and three to be in, in kind of in terms of what I was just describing is, um, you know. Two is talking about praising God and thanking God mm -hmm. in the good times. Mm -hmm. You know, the and I know it's talking about glory of God and that kind of stuff. But then three goes into okay, well, what do you do in the bad times? Well, you still glory, you still, you still, you know, have glory in those times mm -hmm. because of what it's going to lead to. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you, I mean, those are the questions I think that a lot of us have as humans. Is you know, we we don't necessarily struggle whenever. Things are rolling. Ah, things are rolling. Most people forget who God uh, is. But as soon as something happens, it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? Well, you keep doing the, you know, keep praising and keep having glory in God, and and it'll work. You know, it'll work out. I don't yeah. just, yeah, I, guess, I don't know, just know. other things that that popped out. Mm -hmm. Questions, comments? God, Let us know. Stuff. All right, let's bounce down to verse twelve. I'm going to read through 17 just because that's where I stopped my notes for this section. Okay. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned, for until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. That's interesting. I didn't catch that when I read that. I'm going to come back to that. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense many died much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification." For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of the righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Okay. So, obviously, sin entered through Adam. One man. Mm -hmm. He sinned. And that sin spread to everybody. So one man's sin caused everybody to die. Yep. And because, I'm actually paraphrasing five verses here before I even get into my notes. Because of many offenses, 
that caused one man to die, they gave everybody justification. That's good stuff. That's yeah, I'm, I, stuff. I'm intrigued at how you, were, how you stopped at 17 because as I was doing my study, I was reading and I got to 17. And I was like, okay, I can't stop. I got to go to 18. And I was like, okay, not, no, I just had to end up going the rest of the way. I was like, I can't stop right here. I just can't. It's just getting, it's getting too good. It's getting too good. Because I had too many thoughts in my head. I had to get yeah. down on paper. <laughs> I, had, I had to stop somewhere so I could get them down on paper. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, basically before the law, I mean, they, uh, there, there was no sin. I mean, if there's not a law, there can't be a sin. Mm-hmm. There's no right from wrong if there ain't a law. And, but the first law that was given was do not eat from that tree. Mm-hmm. And that law was broke, sent into the world, death entered through sin, and then it spread to all of us because we all sinned. We all were born with a sinful nature. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, everybody, as soon as, as, soon as that first sin happened, human life on earth everyone from that point forward not even born yet was the center yeah and you're coming into the world that way yep yeah from that very second Mm -hmm. from that right then yeah we weren't there Mm -hmm. we were sinners at that point yep yep I'm just glad God knew it ahead of time Mm mm-hmm and see I've got I wrote this down that, you know, because where there is no law, there isn't law breaking, there isn't sin, right? And Adam brought death upon us all. But here's the good news. Many died because of one man. But the grace of God, the gift of salvation, is available to many. Because many sinned and one man died to justify us with God, to reconcile us. That's my most important note I think I took down, which is basically just a recap of what I just said. Mm-hmm. And what really was interesting is I didn't remember that's what I wrote down. I just went through that, and then halfway through reading it, I was sitting there going, you idiot, you just said the same thing. I, I mean, um, I have a handful of notes over here. I'm going to wait until you get all the way through 21 because I know part of them are on 19 and part of them. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. They're, they're minor. I don't have specific. Like, they're spread out. You don't have to go now. No. They're spread out through the rest. I just... The one note that I did write and I wrote it in the Bible out next to 17 was praise God. Amen. Sure enough. Because without that, I mean... Um, now, here's here's the part I wanted to go back to because I didn't... This did not hit me yeah, any of the time yeah. I've read it. And it's in um, verse, verse 14. 14 the, it's talking about Adam. Mm-hmm. You know, and it said, who is a type of him who was to come? And him is capitalized. Mm-hmm. So before, well, I, and I, I, before Adam sinned, he was going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in a sense, he was just as powerful as Jesus Christ. He was just the same as Jesus Christ. Yeah, they were perfect. They were yeah. They were righteous. They were, I mean, they were they they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't know 
the difference? Yeah, I've I've never thought about I've never thought about adding that way. I'm still mad because he ate the apple. But, um, yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. It is. Are you looking at the correspondence? Of well, there? just so and uh, yeah, tight in mind, right? Right where it says who is the type of him mm -hmm. who was to, is it references back to First Corinthians fifteen, verses twenty-one oh, and forty-five. Yeah. Twenty-one and twenty-two. Uh, mine's twenty-one and four. Yeah, twenty-one and twenty-two. I was looking at the one down below. Thank you, sir. So starting in twenty-one, it says, "For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead." For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Which, spoiler alert, goes back to 19, which spoils one of my notes. But hey, that's okay. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and yeah, I mean, go through we'll, the rest of them. Cause, yeah, I mean, I, I touched on them. That was the main thing that I got out of that. Uh, that was five verses. Mm -hmm. The whole main point was... One man sin and brought death to us all. Yep. I struggled with notes in twelve through seventeen just because every verse I thought had almost the same like the same message. It's yeah. Like I could write it down once and it would I mean they yeah. were yeah. He was just hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. Yeah. Not a bad thing. No, not at all. Alright, so verse eighteen. Therefore, as through one man's offense judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through the righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah. Here's where the nuts and bolts of my notes come in. Um, and I don't even... I'll just start with, I think it was in... Yeah, this is verse 18. No, no, this is verse 19. And I, it's pretty much paraphrased, but it's, while sin came in because of one man's disobedience, the free gift, and I have that in all caps, came from one man's obedience. And out to the next of verse 19 in my Bible, I wrote, thank you, Jesus, for your obedience. Mm -hmm. uh, if we only could be as obedient. Mm -hmm. Um. I like to me. This was a lot of. I almost, you almost think of this as one on one. I mean, there's not a competition, but it's kind of like this. The, you know, this section is is Adam versus Christ. Like right. because of Adam, this happened. Well, yep. because of Jesus, this happened. Yeah. Um, and what it could have easily been is because of disobedience, this happened. Because of obedience, uh -huh. this happened. Uh -huh. So you could replace the name Adam with disobedience, and the name Jesus, our Lord Christ, uh -huh. Him with obedience. Yep. And you know the main note I have, I'll touch on it real quick. No, you go got ahead. A whole bunch more. You're good. Why is obedience important? Adam was disobedient, and mm -hmm. we were all made sinners, and death was brought to us. Yep. Christ was obedient, and we were all made righteous because of it. Mm -hmm. 
there's obedience. Why, why as Christians are we supposed to be obedient today? Mm-hmm. Because Jesus was. Yep. And, and just as you were saying that, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's world versus spiritual. Sure. Because you liken, you know, disobedience, a.k.a. Adam, mm-hmm. worldly fun. A.k.a. disobedience, a.k.a. Adam. Jesus, obedience, not worldly fun. Eternal fun. Eternal fun, yes. I don't think he would class it. Now, he, I mean, most of it he, he might. I mean, up until the end. He probably enjoyed, I mean, you know, doing the miracles and doing, the, sure. you know, the, the preaching sure. and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think I would say worldly life versus eternal life. People are mm-hmm. oh, you become a Christian, you can't no fun no more. Mm-hmm. I have just as much fun now as I did then. I just do different things for the fun. Yeah. Life did not get any less fun mm-hmm. because I try not to partake in worldly fun activities. Uh, you know, and you know, because that that's always bugged me a lot of times. I've heard preachers talk about, you know, it says in the Bible, we are in this world, we're not of this world. Yep. Okay, I agree with that. And I've, I've seen people preach, like, yeah, we don't do the things that the world does. I mean, I can't watch football no more. So that's a sin for me to sit there and watch a football game, really? I mean, you know, it, it's like, yeah. it, it, I don't know that that was the actual message he was trying to convey, mm-hmm. but that's the way it comes across. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, I guess I can't go to the races anymore. I can't watch football because that's what the world does. Mm-hmm. If I can't do the things the world does, uh, yeah, you know, I think I think it's just it's uh, it's out of context, misconstrued. Yes, completely, yeah, completely, completely. Um, but yeah, you're 100 percent right. You know, it's you, you want to live living the way the world is disobedient to God. Mm-hmm. Living the way that is eternal life is obedience. I, I would say living in the, living the way of the world that doesn't fit. Yes, in between yes. these covers. Yes, the typical worldly yeah. uh-huh. umbrella. I yeah. mean, you know, if you lived in a in, just with the Christian world centered view, well, mm-hmm. then obviously living that worldly lifestyle is the correct lifestyle. But um, yes, yes. Um, yeah. uh, the rest of my notes are pretty much they're just comparisons. Um, out these just the Holy Spirit spoke these to me as I was reading and stuff. It was um, one ruined and one renewed. You know, Adam versus Adam and Jesus. Yep. Um, old covenant and new covenant. Yeah. To fix the issue, or rather, open an avenue for us sinners to reconcile back to Him. Um, and then just the, the back to the, this was in verse 18, the one brings condemnation and one delivered justification. And because that threw me for a loop, because that word justification, it's used a lot in the Bible and I struggle with context with that word. So I looked it up and what it, what it meant in that, in that, um, instance was, the act of God declaring men free from guilt and acceptable to Him. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Justify me, please. <laughs> right. 100%. And thank you. Yes. 
Um, and I, you know, again, application. I, I have, you know, again, rejoice, rejoice in God through Jesus. Uh, praise God for sending His Son. Um, praise the Son for being obedient um, and giving us a way back to God. Yeah, and and be obedient. Mm-hmm. You know, we we we're supposed to be Christ-like. Mm-hmm. You can't do that by being disobedient. You're being Adam-like. Mm-hmm. If you're Adam-like, you're going to die. Um, so yeah, I mean that's now. I mean that that's a big topic, you know being obedient well no not really I mean it's not that big of a topic just follow the rules no and I'm the best you're you know super thankful that it's it's not a one and done man I'm telling God doesn't you. say I gave you one chance to be obedient you blew it yeah sorry <laughs> yeah uh, thank you Lord for multiple chances thank you for this being a lifelong process mm-hmm to see, you have justification, and then you have sanctification. You have reconciliation, justification, and sanctification. And reconciliation was a one-time thing. Jesus died for us, that reconciled us. Justification is a one-time thing. We are justified in God's eyes by our faith in the gospel, our faith and our belief. Sanctification is a daily walk the rest of your life. And that's just... Sanctified really means to be set apart, which we are set apart, but that happens by Mm -hmm. your growth. Um, Picking up your cross daily. Yep, yep. Um, So once again, leave us your thoughts, your comments Mm -hmm. on what Chapter 5 said to you, what you got out of it. Um, Questions? Maybe they can be talked through and answered. I don't know. You know yeah. We're not smartest people in the world at this. We're amateurs in the Bible. And I think we always will be. We'll so, work it together. Yeah. So we just ask, you know, if, if uh, you like what we're doing here, you know, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you get notified. We put out a video every week. And... Uh, Follow along with us. Next week we're doing chapter 6. So study up on chapter 6 and whenever you get a chance to watch the video, you can participate in this with us. That's the good thing about this video series. It's it's Bible study. It's a Bible study group on your time. Absolutely. When you've got time to do it. Um, so I guess with that, let's close it out. All right. Well, as a reminder to all of us, um, Let our focus be throughout this life that we live and die in a way that when we are thought of, it's Christ that is remembered. Christ be known. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this time, Father. We thank you for being here with us in your presence. Lord, we thank you for sending your Son um, to die for us, Lord, and um, for opening an avenue for us to come back to you and to be reconciled back to you. Father, we thank you for for your grace and your mercy and your love, Father. Just unconditional love. 
Father, we thank you for everyone that's tuning into this. Uh, we thank you for speaking to us, Father, and for Amen. teaching us as we're going through this as well. Father, I just ask that you would watch over us, watch over everyone watching this, any eyes that see it and any ears that hear it, Father, and that you would just Amen. speak to them with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, and you would continue to just bless us all. And it's in your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you all next week. Appreciate you.